You know what it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. You know who it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Odie Maurice, Odie Maurice. Maurice, Maurice, Black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Hey, oh. Yes, Mo. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. It's the Black and Snurdy Podcast with Odie and Maurice. Here again on a lovely Friday evening. We... We haven't been here for a while, but uh, we are back with a little bit of style, I like to say. So, uh, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, feeling great. How are you? I'm feeling good, feeling great, feeling great, feeling good. All the all of the adjectives, quite okay, frankly. Yes. Um, we worked. We had a little break. Yeah. Um, two weeks, I think. Yes. Um, so we're back at it again. Mm-hmm. This time with the jump off. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm really excited to be back here with you. I've missed being here to uh, record with you. Uh, it's not like we haven't seen each other in like se- the two weeks. We I just haven't been haven't recording. Recorded. Yeah, no, we've been going out to bars and restaurants and doing open mics and <laughs> going to different uh, obligations. <laughs> uh, we're real people. We live yeah, real, we lives. real lives. That's that's okay? just what it is. We don't you know? stay at this desk. 24-7. Even though we would. I mean, we love talking to I you. would like to, but after a while, admittedly, it would probably start to stink. <laughs> I've, been, I've been I've been known to be a little slothful, so occasionally, like, I, I've smelled myself after, like, a few days. Look, pandemic is a real thing, all right? I work from home in my day job, all right? So sometimes I'm just going to build up a, a bit of a musk, you know? Can I tell you, when I was a little kid... I used to, during the summertime, mm-hmm. I would wait. I would, like, try to, like, bet myself on how long I could go without taking a shower. <laughs> it would be in the summertime. Your poor we family. We weren't going anywhere. And that I would just be like, family. all right, let's see. Would you at least brush your teeth? Yeah, I would brush my teeth and stuff like that. Okay. But I just wasn't, and like, 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 taking a shower. Okay, you just weren't taking a shower, but you were... You know, doing like the daily bare, the daily bare minimum, minimum of maintenance. Minimum, you know, like, like wiping yourself and yeah. and using soap to wash your hands. Doing anything really besides being in the house and like like I wasn't really going outside. Yeah, but even even being sedentary can create a funk. Oh yeah, it did. I, I it would be like at like day five. I was like, okay, yeah, I smell myself. And one time, I actually was I embarrassed myself out of trying to do these like how long can I go without taking a shower mm-hmm, because, because you hung around your friends well and my your friends best like, friend smell like that's I'm dirt. going to tell you what happened Nigerian dirt <laughs> my best Dirt-gerian. friend Charlene shout out to you Charlene who used to live um, she used to live like two uh, houses up for me mm-hmm. but she moved and I think at this point she had moved to North Carolina mm-hmm. so she was like Okay, um, she calls me literally when she's, like, down the block yes. or around the house. So I didn't have enough time to, like, even go in the shower and, like, hoe bath a little bit. Yes. So she comes up and she hugs me. And I, I know I could smell myself. Mm-hmm. So she probably was like, oh, okay, Odie, you've been inside all day long. <laughs> like, yeah. she, she's like, you're comfortable. I mean, I wasn't, I would never, like, go out in public with people mm-hmm. and um, not be bathed yes like unless so this was more of just like a punishment for home. yourself and your immediate but i wasn't feeling punished ones. i mean it wasn't like i was i was like 12 11 12 so i wasn't like stinky 
I was just kind of more like, I, I definitely smelled like know, outside like, by the fifth day. It was I remember summertime. my nephew when he was 11 and 12 years old, and he was like creating a specific odor that made it so that he should start saying hi to Gene, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I think that, uh, you remember, was it either Hey Arnold or Charlie Brown? Did they both have characters that had like a dust swirl around them? No, that was, uh, was just Hey Brown. Arnold. Uh, no, but Hey Arnold. I mean, no, no, that was Charlie Brown. Pigpen and Charlie Brown. Yes, Pigpen. Uh, and Hey Arnold, uh... I think they had one episode where they were doing world records and they were trying to go the longest without taking a shower. Maybe that's where I got it from. Who knows? Yeah. Who you, knows? You seem like you would be susceptible to... Yes, very much so. Hey, Arnold. Did you know that show takes place in Seattle and not in New York like I initially thought? What? Yeah. It's a, it's a Seattle city. PS Our, 118 But they don't have PS them. out there. Public school. They have public schools. I don't schools. think they call them PS anything out there. Yeah, well, I was just in Seattle. I didn't see any PSs. But hey, who knows? Wait a minute. Time out. But so did recess take place in New York? Because they also had a PS, right? I always thought to me now, maybe this because I'm a New Yorker. I Wait, were they all PS 118s? Listeners, if anybody out there knows <laughs> the public school that um, the recess characters went to and what city they were in. Just please let me know. I mean, it didn't. It looked like it could have been Long Island because mm-hmm. it definitely wasn't Manhattan. No, it definitely you know? was not Manhattan. Um, like they, they only ever <laughs> like I don't know any school that has that much room for like digger diggers, diggers and, and up, upside down girls <laughs> and the preschoolers who are just like an indigenous tribe of yes, some kind. I loved that. My yeah. Part. Okay, but. Um, we're going to jump into the show, but first, before we do, mm-hmm. we have some unfortunate news. It seems like every other episode, we um, have, like, R.I.P. now. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... I, I, I mean, it's Look, this is, this, is, this is not me being insensitive. Uh, this is just me calling it what it is, and unfortunately... The way that life goes on, life eventually ends. Uh, and that's just what it is. Yeah. So, um, well, well, I'll start. Well, yeah, I'll just go from the. the I'm waiting the for the YouTube commercial to, to end to so end that so I can play. Uh, it's it's so for, hard for those of you who are watching, the listeners get to listen to, to It's So Hard to Say Goodbye instrumental. So listen to the show so you can also hear. Yes. If you're watching the show, download and listen to us. If you're listening to the show, watch us when we do these lives. Like we're we're a fully formed operation. Look and and see what see what shirt I'm wearing. Is it something interesting or is it? Some, uh, well, this is not the time this to be doing this. Not the time. I'm so sorry. That is, <laughs> it just dawned on me. This is time. this is the music is playing and this is not the time to be plugging our podcast. Are you ready? Are you yes, ready I am. I'm in the right headspace. Okay. So, first of all, the most shocking death of this last few weeks uh, is rapper Coolio, who, if you don't know him, I think. You'll definitely know one, Gangster's Paradise. Yes. Um, fantastic Voyage. Fantastic Voyage. Love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, Keenan and Kel. Like, Their theme song, the, yeah. And his contribution to like black teen young people for that time. Like, I feel like when I remember hearing Coolio in that 
intro. Yeah. I was like, Coolio's on here. Like, it was just felt like the blackest thing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's done a lot of things over the years. I remember he had that reality TV show with he, his wife he or was, one of his ex-wives. He was on uh, Futurama as the mm-hmm. Kwanzaa bot. And they said that he actually uh, recorded. recorded some stuff before yeah, so he passed away the for the new episode. season, the new Hulu season of yeah. each drama. So I will be watching it. Yeah. Even if it's just for him, like even if I just watch that singular episode, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's, there's so many people in um, music and black artists and hip hop who, I mean, he's only 59, I believe. Yeah. Which is really just very, very young. Um, and I, it makes me sad to think about how so many of our black, um, our black hip hop artists over the past few years. I mean, I don't think any of them or many of them have reached even 65, yeah. you know, and that's just really sad because that's really still young. It is young. You know? It's like, it, That's not, uh, it's not an old age. It's not. 59 is really young. 59 is a time when people go and start new, their second half of their lives. Yeah, they start, start eating. new businesses and things. Activia, I was going to say. But I. In um, all the commercials, that they like, they're always that. like, you know, like, I'm, I'm at an elderly age where, uh, you know, mesophilioma is something. But I'm still going to have my third act. And, you know, it's just. It's just sad. It's just overall sad. So RIP to Coolio. RIP to him. And, you know, we're sending all our love to his family and everyone who knew and loved him. Mm -hmm. Um, Who else in music died this week? Loretta Lynn. Now, Mm. Loretta Lynn is a country music icon. Okay. I was first introduced to her about, like, I was maybe 10 or 11 because I watched The Coal Miner's Daughter featuring Sissy, Sissy Spacek. It was a biopic of her. Okay. It was, um, it was a biopic of Sissy Spacek? Or a biopic of Loretta Lynn? It was a biopic of Loretta Lynn. I'm just trying to... That's what questions are... That's what questions are for. Sissy this is Spacek as Loretta Lynn. Okay. That's why I was asking yes, the question. Sissy yes. Spacek is a big a big name. She is. So, and it was a big deal for her. It was, it was a big role. Mm-hmm. And it... Like, to me, it was I was like, this, I never, I feel like it was one of those movies that came on in the summer, and I just, like, it, I watched it, mm-hmm. and I was just like, wow. Like, I had heard the, you know, the Cole Miner's daughter, daughter is one of her most famous songs. Yes. But she had, a like, the Honky Tonk Woman, which if you hear, I feel like a, I'm a Honky Tonk Woman is one of the, like, if even if you don't listen to, to country music, you've probably heard it somewhere in pop culture. Because of the fact that, like, it just was a very iconic song. And she had other songs that just were talking about, like, you're not about to come home drunk in my house and expect me to be loving on you. Yes. She was a very much, like, that old school, like, southern country music in a non-racist way. That was, like, this is the how women of this era are feeling. And her music kind of it just, like, crossed... She had some rubble in her. She was a queer icon. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I hope no. Now, please, listeners, do not update me if you find something out. But I don't think I ever heard her say anything problematic in the in the news there was never any like loretta lynn thinks black lives don't matter like it was never anything like that so it was like she was she is like the og dolly parton for the black community because black black and queer people love dolly parton okay and 
Loretta Lynn is like her was was like Does, the initial, you know. Okay. Okay. All right. I think I I, I track yeah, what you're saying. It was like Loretta Lynn came first and, was, and paved the way. Yeah. She Party. she paved the way. If if not for her, we don't get Dolly. Exactly. Um. And Dolly actually tweeted, "So sorry to hear about my sister friend Loretta." Um. I wouldn't even be making country music today if it weren't for for Loretta Lynn. She showed me what it looked like. Oh, sorry, that's not that. That's some dance. No, no, it's okay. It's it's <laughs> okay. Either um, way, people were talking about her yes. and were espousing all of her greatness. Um, and we also, you know, shout uh, sending love to her family and friends. And someone that I felt really needs to be honored this week. Um, who passed away is Sachin Littlefeather. Yes. Who's an indigenous First Nations activist who we found, we, we people found out about her in uh, 19, what was it, the 1970s? Yeah. Uh, um, it, like, wasn't, if you correct me, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't she uh, the woman who was holding the Academy Award? Yes. Uh, in in place of like Marlon Brando or something yes, like so that. Marlon Brando at the uh, night he won in 1973 for the Best Actor. Award, yes, and he actually sent her up mm-hmm. to go to the award and accept it on her behalf, on his behalf. But she didn't ex- accept it; she declined it. And uh, okay, basically was like that's what that is. Yeah, the America has done some fuck shit. Yes, to indigenous people here. Yes, and. Marlon cannot accept this. This is why. And fun fact, uh, John Wayne, the country Western hero, tried to attack her as she came down the stairs. Like, he literally had to be held. Like, people in the audience were booing her. They were jeering at her. Yeah, well, you... are trying to attack her. You can't be, like, a country cowboy star and not try to attack a Native American, apparently. Well, she said something. This is fucked up. I'm, I'm not agreeing no, with it. True. Let me let me make that clear. I, mean, I know at, my cynicism. Look at all the westerns. I mean, that's what it was—a very romanticized idea yeah, of like yeah, yeah, yeah. manifest destiny. Um, but she said something very profound before she passed. Um, when I'm gone, always be reminded that whenever you stand for your truth, you'll be keeping my voice and the voices of our nations and our people alive. I remain Sashin Littlefeather. Thank you. Um, so of course, sending love to her family and yes. everyone who knew her, and just you know, we don't have a lot of indigenous ancestors who or elders in our communities who have like uh, as me- as the, the platforms that they deserve. Mm-hmm. And so, seeing her being able to like, she's constantly been activist for. Every, you know, human rights, and it's just you know sad that she's gone. She was only seventy five, and that still you know is figuratively pretty young. Um, but you know we're grateful for the time we had and the all of the people who she inspired throughout her life. Yes, rest in power, rest in power, rest in peace, indeed. <sighs> oh boy, that was uh, that was heavy. It was a little bit heavy. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, but, but it's all said, good. I mean, such is life. That's just such is life. That's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. Uh, Are you ready to move into the fuck shit? Well, it's not all 
It's not all fuck shit. I mean, a lot of it is. It's if I'm looking at the board correctly. Oh, and also shout out to you. I know that you're. I I, I see that you're watching. Uh, I don't want to get your name I, wrong. I <laughs> Hello, Schism. If that Schism, if that's right. <laughs> Let us know. Is it Chisholm or Chisholm? Chisholm. Oh, okay. It might actually be Chisholm. It might be Chisholm. Look, either way. Thank you for watching. Thank you for... <laughs> and that, my friends, is what it means to be live. Yeah. You, um, you push the push the blue button. Okay, but we're going to jump in to our pop section. Um. So first off... As my lovely co-host is getting things together, I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of a um, <sighs> delving into the bullshit that is just the world. Um, one, do you remember that song that used to always be on pop-up video, I'm Too Sexy? Um, first off. <laughs> what? I, I actually know this person. Uh, I, it, I, long time ago. Shout out to Leaf Lock Elementary. Yo, shout out. I did not. First off, I didn't know that. Yo, okay. I salute you. Are you um, throwing a little? I know. I didn't, look, look, it's somebody. I'm always excited to to see and hear from someone from my origins. That's what I yeah. like to call it. And uh, you know, like I, I'll be I'll be in touch. <laughs> Trust me. Yes. person i will be in trust. hello <laughs> um all right okay. I, so, I didn't mean to interrupt you i was just i was just excited that's all um do you know the song i'm too sexy by right said fred yes i'm on, too sexy for this sweater quite too frankly sexy for my head i don't know too if you sexy see for my all of the sweat on i mean my it's, head. it's warm yeah it you is open the window hot as fuck Oh, it is open. The actually. window is open. It's just open. no AC. It's That's, just It's just two black people. <laughs> we're too in, sexy for this room. Yeah, we're I mean, sexy we're nerds. the we're the we're the sexy nerds. That's just how it is. That's we got that us. Um, <laughs> so, um, they made that song came out in the eighties. Used to always be on like pop up video, and I love the nineties. I love the eighties stuff. Yes, like yeah. So the band is right, said Fred, yes. or the duo is right, said Fred. Yes. Apparently, they decided their, um, in, you know, in my opinion, they decided that their streams for their songs mm -hmm. were not as high as they needed them to be. Yeah. So they were trying to find a PR marketing scheme that was going to boost them up. And they said, you know what always gets people hits? Beyonce. Controversy. Well. Oh, both. what did you say? I said Beyonce. Oh, Okay. Okay, well. The controversy and let, Beyonce, well, both. It, both it, and. It feels like I'm not going to be able to move on until we say it at the same time. Okay. So, so uh, set it up again. <laughs> what always brings people to the yard? Beyonce. Beyonce. There we go. <laughs> I was going to say controversy, but I'm glad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I felt it in your eyes. You were going to do the opposite. But I looked at you and I was like, no, I think he's going to. I connect. Yeah, I'm actually going to do it. Yeah, we um, have. Yes, Beyonce. And as she said on the amazing album that is Renaissance. Yes, it's a it's a boy, it's a great album that I hear all the time. Monday <laughs> um tabloid they're calling tabloids on me and Tuesday they're on my dick. And this is what I feel like is going on because 
for her song, Alien Superstar, which you know is one of my favorite songs. Yes, it is, because you're an alien, and you're a superstar. Yes. Um, they decided to come out today, or this week, and say, call be, uh, our uh, bay, our savior of music, arrogant, mm. and try to say that she did not tell them that, they, she didn't call them like Taylor Swift did what, like, to get for, permission to use the song. First off, uh, our fan just made a really good point. They just uh, got some Drake money. They did because they're on a song. They, Too Sexy with uh, Drake and... Um, that and Future. And Future, And yeah. then Taylor Swift have a song. They were like, Taylor Swift and Drake contacted me personally. First of all, nobody... I want, I feel like we talked about this with the Khalees situation. Yes. That literally... It is not standard practice to contact people to say, hey, I like your music. Can I use X, Y, Z? You contact the lawyers. They. There's like a there's like a a, a third party that you go through in order to get songs clear. Sometimes people do. But like she wasn't the extrapolation that she said is on the song. It was like. It was just kind of like a oh, okay, we've made this. It sounds like there we're gonna contact them. Yeah, Let like them it, it's it's not like the wholesale song that was being sampled. It was, it's like you couldn't even hear a it. Snippet like like and if it's not even as many times as I heard that fucking song, I actually didn't know that that was sampled have, I there. I would have never fucking known. But the um so the the crazy part is is that in July I think it was like July 29th, the band had put on the Instagram so happy that we're getting. People like Beyonce, like they had, it was a few people in their in their in the caption, but it was like Beyonce, thank you for using our song. I'm too sexy, da da da. Because who the fuck has heard from Right Head Fred? Yeah, that, that song came out. Fuck off. Now like... they did the good job of making your one and done. You made your one song that's mm. gonna appear in movies, commercials, yes. TV. Com- you're gonna live on. You're that gonna forever. be in an Arby's commercial, all right? You're gonna be. You're definitely <laughs> gonna be in a Copper Tone commercial. Some bullshit for summertime. You know, you're it's always to. gonna be like a, a summertime song that's gonna exactly. be. I'm too sexy. It's gonna be for the gyms. It's gonna be for fucking airlines. Like it's gonna. It's gonna exist. Throughout all perpetuity, throughout the existence of forever, okay? Well, I... In perpetuity. Um, let's see. Oh. Beyonce decided to respond. And you know Beyonce does not respond. She usually just says nothing, like she did with Khalees, and all she did was remove her from the album. Yeah. And remove the credit. Um... But Beyonce came out and was like, she sent a, 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 a response that said these people were contacted and where we, she put the dates and all that and was like, they agreed and they had posted up about it previously. Don't come for Beyonce. Yeah. For your fucking views. Don't do that. And you Because they know that people are going to hate listen to their song. Or not even hate listen. They're going to listen to their song to see whether or not it matches Beyonce's song. Mm-hmm. And see what they can get from it. Yes. And then they're going to be hate listening to it. Because they always might be like, Beyonce's this. Beyonce's that. And they don't like her. Because it's just like stupidity and bullshit. And they're going to try to... Don't try to get money off our queen's name. For the record... Also, just don't spend your time hate doing anything. Like, don't hate listen, don't hate watch, don't hate fuck, don't hate... Like, 
Your time is valuable and precious to be spending it hate activity, hate verb, anything, all right? Fucking do stuff that you like. Hell, do stuff that you find benign, like brush your teeth and wipe your ass. Like, do stuff, but don't do stuff that's hateful, and don't do stuff like, I don't know, hate on our queen Beyonce. Because she's not doing nothing but minding her business. She ain't doing nothing but collecting checks and rolling necks. And, and just so that people are not aware at the... At Did you who, like that, by I, the I, way? I I okay. I wish I could be watching it so I could see it. Yeah. Um. Just so people are... If they're I'm not watching a, it. If they're not aware so that of who Beyonce is as just a professional artist... Do you know that the music for everything, I believe it was Thick, it might have been Thick and Alien Superstar, but it came out this week that the the producers of those beats gave her that music like 10 years ago. Really? And so that. she's just had it cashed. Beyonce, I swear to God, I know Beyonce has at least 10 albums or more. Mm-hmm. Like, when Prince passed away and when Michael Jackson passed away, they all had a treasure trove of music. Of like unreleased, unproduced, un, you know, listened to, uh, un, yeah. Yeah. I could have just kept it, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm rule, rule of threes, threes you know. Um, they had all this music and I believe Beyonce has the same, which is why when people are trying to come to her at her, be like, oh, you know, she's trying to ride the dance wave. She's been, she knows music. She has had music and she's never going to create a situation for herself in this, especially now where she is not um, doing her due diligence. Yes. Now it's not to say that, like, there have been things that have happened in the past, sure. Mm-hmm. But this is not it. She's not about to have people trying to sue her. And funny enough, found out that Right Head Fred, the I'm Too Sexy beat that they used was from a Jimmy. They didn't realize it was a Jimi Hendrix song when they made Like, it was the same as a Jimi Hendrix song when they made it. So really, Beyonce should be uh, clearing all this with... With Jimmy's estate. But they got sued by Jimmy's estate and had to pay them. So I'm like, are you trying to pay, recoup your Jimmy money? Like, just leave the queen be alone. That's, we should coin that, Jimmy money. Jimmy money? Jimmy yeah. money. Leave your leave the queen be alone. Actually, okay? that, that sounds like a, a very eclectic person, Jimmy money. It sure does. You owe money to. <laughs> um. All right, speaking about, speaking of, uh, Leaving our black queens alone. Yes. We spoke last of the Nia Long situation mm. with the fuck boy Ime Uduka. And I really am upset that he has to be Nigerian because it's really obnoxious. It's just the stereotypes just, yeah. just there. Okay? Couldn't he have been... Like I'm, I'm, keeping, I'm keeping my mouth shut because I see that you're impassioned right now. But there are some jokes <laughs> that exist. I want you to know that they exist. They're right there on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate you. He thought he could. He thought he could. He thought he could. Uh, scam a side chick. That's all. Oh my god! All right. He schemed. To well, speaking of seducing and scheming. <laughs> That is and scheme. <laughs> the only good rap song this year, and I'm 
I'm talking directly about queens, okay? <laughs> no one wants to be with a nasty girl. I want to be nasty. You know, you want to be with a nasty girl. Played that song five times in one episode, and I'm supposed to believe that they're selling out arenas. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of Ime, um, he, we have found out yes. that his super side chick was a 34-year-old Kathleen Nimmo, Oof. who is a devout Mormon Oof. and mother of three, who is the Celtics team service manager. Yeah. Now, at first, when I saw Mormon, I said, what? But then I remembered uh, about Mormon TikTok and soaking. Can I say something? Yes. <laughs> Wait, is she, was she married? She's a married mother of three. Oh, yeah, she's just trying to get more men. Uh, I'll let you have it. I'm gonna let you have that. Ah, yes. Thank you. That was actually it was good. Yeah, that was good, good. right? Um, it was some. So she is a um (laughs) a porcelain skinned brunette woman with three children. Her husband looks like a very lovely man that didn't deserve this kind of. They have three kids. And look at this little baby with his little big head. Looks such a cute little family. This little girl with glasses. You know, I just, you know, I honestly, I just don't understand why people continue to fuck with black women with impunity, think they're not going to get caught out. Mm-hmm. And then when they do, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like, this woman was booking the travel and arrangements. For Neva and her son with Ime to mm. move to fucking Boston. The unmitigated gall yes. of a person to do that. The like, audacity. Because it's not even like, f- like I feel like, and, Mormon, and I know in Mormon culture or the religion, you can have multiple wives. I, yeah. This doesn't say anything about multiple husbands. It does say multiple wives. So polyamory or open relationships is not something that is necessarily like confusing. Why not speak up and say, hey, Nia, I'm interested in this woman. She's interested in me. I think I just want to, I want to like get my dick wet a little bit. Yeah. You know, I'm on tour. I wait for you. I'm missing you. What, how, what do you think? Can we have some sort of arrangement? But no, you want to sneak around badly because he was, t- been, he had been being reprimanded about this for months prior to what do you mean wait time out i need a little bit of clarification when you say reprimanded by whom well people have been the higher ups people knew him yo that's crazy when your bosses are trying to be like hey man like just you know we've been watching and we know that your shit's going down. Household right now is is uh not as uh on a on a foundation that's strong. But could you could you not do that at work? Because that's gonna be an HR nightmare. And this is an HR nightmare. It's a because they had to suspend. He he has he has lost a bag for the season because I don't. They suspended him. I'm assuming without pay. I don't know. But I'm assuming if you're suspended, you might not be getting as much. Even if they didn't stop his pay, mm-hmm. are they going to give him the same amount? Yeah. You no. Know, does it like, you know, when you're on maternity leave? Because when you're on maternity leave, after your little three, six months is up, 
they just be like, oh, guess take your vacation days. These are unpaid days now. You know, your baby can't lift your head up, but yeah. whatever. So I can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine this is like that much better. But it's like your 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 money, your relationship are, are now being ran through the mud because if you couldn't keep your dick out of this fucking woman. Yeah. And like allegedly there Nia Long's ex-husband spoke to the Daily Mail for whatever reason, don't know, and was like, she, we love him, it's our family, you know, it's all love, and she's going to stay with him. First of all, don't talk to the news about me and my relationships. That's number one. Number two, whether or not she stays with him, it doesn't matter. Who cares? It's not my business. Not my He's going to be paying friend. for it one way or she's another. She's going to be paying for it. Either has to get a new ring or has to not have any relations with the beautiful Nia Long. Could you imagine laying next to Nia Long and being like, you know what? I'm going to absolutely fuck up and be, and for her to be like, you know what? You're going to sleep on the couch for the next year. And you know why? Because you were Nia wrong and you did Nia wrong. And how dare you, sir? Oh, giving out Nia's song. If I would, if I, that was good. If I, if I, if I was Nia Long, I would say that like <laughs> you did me Nia wrong. I think she should. I honestly like. I just am like pick better choices. It wasn't even like now. Not to say this woman's not like a cute woman. She's cute, but she's not Nia Long cute. Mm-hmm. Need to ring the ring the alarm. Ring the alarm FBI on this man. Said then, ring the alarm. I've been doing this song. I've been damned if I see another chick on your arm. Although for her it would be a, a Nia Gong. Okay, we're <laughs> you're done. <laughs> you're finished. You're over. It's canceled. All right, yo. I, rule of threes. I rule of threes. Rule of threes. Um, Ugh, all right. Do you want to talk about more dumb men? No, let's let's save that for last. Last because okay. of time. All right. Okay. <laughs> we'll, well, we'll see how we are with time. Um, Trevor Noah is leaving the Daily Show. Yes, yes. So I heard about this. This um, he's been he, so he's been on the Daily Show for like seven a good years. seven years. Yeah. Uh, he updated the format of it. Um, uh, changed the theme song to be more of like a. I think it was produced by Timberland. Mm. And he he even thrived. I would say during the. Uh, pandemic he did. era. Yeah. Because people were loving him. First of all, he came on with his afro out, which yep. was amazing, you know. Um, Napped it up. I, I loved that. I was like, yes, Noah. Like, let's let's see more of you all the time in your natural state. Yes. Um, yes, agreed. Now, one good thing, even though I'm going to, I mean, Trevor Noah's show has catapulted, like, great black comedian art, like Jessica Williams. Who's the black woman from... She has, she's on, I think, is it Conan? Dolce. Yes. Dolce Sloan, I want to say. Her. And then Roy Wood Jr. Roy Wood Jr. Um, he's on the show and he oh, may um, take, a, it's a, it's rumored that he's, it's in talks for him for possibly taking over. Ronnie, Ronnie Chang. Yes, and him too. Like there's, yes. like so many people Cody of Clinton. color have made strides in comedy and getting the flowers that we usually don't get mm-hmm. on this show. Jabuki. Like, come on, we would not be having Jabuki in rap shit <laughs> he if he wasn't in the Daily Show. With that goatee! Yes. 
It's great. I love. Yes, I it love is. I, I love him too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like. I want. I he, want Trevor Noah. Whatever he does next, mm-hmm. I want him to be able to have fun, to find joy in his work because I think that he's a great comedic. Uh, mind he's a good um he's really very talented yes he is so i want to see him doing more things allegedly he's dating dua lupa Lipa. did you know that Ooh, i did not know that so uh, that's well that's alleged uh what i was gonna say is that well uh james Carden is leaving his show Corden the oh yeah finally. james Corden driving finally, in a car finally, with finally, finally. i'm just saying the timing could be perfect for, for Trevor, Trevor Noah. Noah to take over a late, late yes. show sort of thing. That would be good. Give I would... Trevor Noah that spot. Because Co- James Corden is honestly yeah, incorrigible. That... Everybody hates Corden. It's honestly, anytime something he does something, Twitter is ablaze with people like, yeah. get him out. He's annoying. They always have all these terrible stories about him of seeing him in public, mm-hmm. being an asshole, mm-hmm. not helping his wife take get the baby yeah. together on a plane. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, just it's, doing doing. He's he. You know what? He's had a platform for long enough. Let's, yes, long enough. Let's, Trevor, let's get him in there. Yeah, let's get Trevor in there. And, well, maybe that's why he's leaving. Maybe we can speculate. We can speculate. What do you guys think? All of this. Let us know what you think. Okay. Let's tweet Trevor Noah. <laughs> To get on the late Rashad, show. Rashad, come back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's treat, treat Trevor Noah to get, to get a show back mm-hmm. um, and then have us on it. Yes, yes, yes. I, I would know what lo- we would do, but we would do it. Yeah, we do like a quick interview. Yes. We we play a game. We would totally play a game. Yeah. Oh, my. We would. We need to be on a game show because we would do so well. Uh, Newlywed game? Yeah, we would do that. I think I think I, I, I think I know you well enough. I think I know that, you well enough. Uh, I would get some answers. Yeah. I feel like there might be a few I might be shaky on because you said there's too many options. Yes. But I think I would still be able to get it. You're fairly consistent to read. So I'm pretty sure and that's not a that's not a dig I know or anything like that. I, I know, but you were you that that gap was scary. That pause <laughs> Scared me where you just <laughs> stared at me as if I was coming for your throat. I wasn't sure what you were gonna say, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's fine. Anyway, what's But we're very excited for him. We need more Trevor Noah. Even if it's just doing stand up. Just doing stand up. Even that. I wanna see him in movies. Yeah, I wanna like, I wanna see him expand I feel like his I don't career. Think he's been in that many movies. He was in uh Black Panther. Oh shit, he was. He Let's was get, the I voice of the tech suit. Oh, right. First yes. of all, can we get a real Trevor Noah in real life? Excuse me, in real life for the show? Maybe he's in the, maybe he's in, maybe oh. he actually is in um, the Wakanda Forever. This was not on our list. No. But Black Panther tickets are on sale yes, right now. Yes, they are. Right now. November right now. 11th, 11 11 22. Dr- dress in, what are we doing? All white? All black? Like, what see, are we doing? Because I, like, I, I dressed in all black for the first Black so Panther. So I feel like we should do an, a white and gold. I knew you were going to say gold. Because I feel white and gold is good for like a cere- celebration of life. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's on theme. And I've seen some honestly really cute outfits that were white and gold. So I yeah. feel like it would work. Um, But yeah, buy tickets. Because you might, you might see Trevor Noah in there. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. And can I just say, I was reading this interview by, um, my brain just emptied out. The name of the director, Ryan Coogler. 
Ryan Coogler, yeah. And he was talking about how he almost didn't come back to to working at, in Hollywood yeah. because of Chadwick's death. And that just broke my heart because I don't think people realize, like, Black Panther is such a... The the uh, it was an iconic movie because of the fact that it was an all a predominantly all black cast talking about things that were black as fuck. Yep, and having just it was just like a moment. So I can only it was imagine black sci fi in like, in the in the in the realness of it. Yeah, you know they there was representation there was representation of uh of African culture. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, uh, uh, lots of different like themes that are quintessential to the black identity and the black diaspora. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, there was just a great soundtrack. Oh my God. The soundtrack was amazing. Miss me with that bullshit. That's where I got the drop. Miss me with that bullshit. From the Black Panther soundtrack. And remember I was telling you the other day how like when we were younger, when we were watching Ghostbusters, yes. how like we used to have such really great black soundtracks yes. for these random ass movies. Yes. And we've kind of lost like getting those really great singers to and, and hip hop artists to be on these soundtracks. So they haven't really been that great. Yeah. But did Kendrick Lamar produce that he, whole album? He like executive produced it, yeah. He did like a Beyonce for Black is King? Basically, yeah. Okay, so I want more of that. Like I I, I have a feeling already because Thames, my boot Thames already killed the, um, the trailer No Woman song? No Cry. Yeah. And I look forward to hearing that on the album. I want to have more blackity black ass Music and uh, this, people. Uh, my only suggestion is that this time, can we prevent Future from being on oh, the God, album? Please. Just because no he, future. he ruined that one dope ass fucking song. Um, uh, that "Miss Me with the Bullshit" comes uh-huh. up. I'm on a run, with the game, and I'm just like, okay, all right, that Future. Was him. Okay. <laughs> I was having so much fun, and then Future came in and just like, la-dee-da-dee-da. Um, Na-na-na-na-na. Okay, so our last thing before Go we take our quick, tiny little half a second break. Yes. Oh. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yes. We Yeah, one more thing. That's the one. That's, oh, wait. No, we have two more things. Yeah, t- potentially two more things. Potentially. Yes. Potentially. Yes, yes. Number one. Yes. Big news mm-hmm. that could possibly be good for a lot of people, but it also could potentially not do anything for black folks that much. Yeah. Um, Biden has announced that he's taking steps to decriminalizing weed. Um and that that would uh, erase prior federal po- possession convictions and begin the process of potentially loosening federal classification of the drug. Now, this is great because it's like low level um, crimes. Yes, but I cannot help but feel just underwhelmed by mm-hmm. this because I remember <clears throat> twenty twelve when I graduated. I did an interview with a man who was, I believe, about 69, 70 years old. Yeah. Had been out, released out from prison for like the, he had been going in and back and forth, back and forth. He first went in at 16 Mm. because he had a joint. 
Mm. And they gave him something ridiculous, like five, ten years. So when he came in, he got parole. But once you go into the system, the yeah. way that they were treating, like he and he came it's out. It's hard to find a job. It's hard, it's hard to, find, to find a job. Like a, like a stability, even if you're on probation, there's like bullshit that goes with it. Like, oh, in order to keep up with your probation, you have to be actively seeking a job, but it's hard to actually get a job. And then you might have to live in a halfway house. And Mm -hmm. if you're uh, living in a halfway house, you have to report to the halfway house at certain hours, which would prevent you from working certain Mm -hmm. hours. And if those are the only hours that you can work, then how are you going to be able to get that job? It's it, it, everything runs into everything. And it, it it's such a it's such a mind fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I have family who have been on probation and are just harassed by their probation officers and regardless of what they're doing, even after they're off probation, yeah. it's still like the people having it out for you. And sometimes people are like, oh, they're just paranoid. And, but this man, like, he was in his 70s, but so paranoid yeah. by his treatment of being incarcerated that anytime he came out, he was like, they're looking for me. They're going to try to get me, et cetera, et cetera. And it just was really sad because he could, even though he's out in, like, his golden years, he can't even really enjoy it because he still feels like these people are coming to get him. And it's like, um, there are so many black and brown people who are in jail right now serving crazy long sentences for weed. Yes. Something that cannot kill you. Weed of all things. Like, unless you are allergic, as any people can be allergic to any flower or plant. Unless you are allergic, you will not die off weed. You might feel like you're careening off of a cliff if you smoked way too much or ate an edible and ate the whole thing. But you're not going to die. You're just going to have a really weird few hours. Yeah. And yet, there are people who have actually committed murder or abducted and uh, sexually assaulted children. Or just raped people who get two, three years and like, or barely just get, you know, uh, uh, probation and then that's time served. But you have all these people in jail for this. And I don't believe that this is actually going to really help the black people who are, and brown people who are in jail right now because it says simple marijuana. I am not a lawyer, so I don't know if y'all are lawyers. What is a simple charge? Like, how much can you have for a simple charge? Because that is a big difference in a felony. Because if you have a felony charge, then nothing's going to happen. You're still going to be in jail for having weed. Yeah, how much How much weed is too much to be considered simple? And it's crazy that, like, if I was in California and I had, like, an ounce of weed yeah. or whatever, or a huge, big Ziploc bag, I couldn't get in trouble. If I was here in New York, even though it's been been decriminalized i can still get in trouble for having a certain amount and it's just like you're putting people in jail for smoking um fancy tobacco yeah and yet you're allowing tobacco industries to put cat pee and ammonia in cigarettes so it's just like who is who are you really trying to prosecute and and who are you trying to just fuck over because majority of our drug laws in this country come out of racism yes. because they didn't first they didn't want the japanese to be able to have opium dens cuz mm-hmm. they were going to they were making too much money they didn't like when black and brown farmers were growing weed and uh, they none of this war on drugs is cuz these people actually care about whether people take drugs it's about black and brown people making money off the drugs that they want to make money off of yeah 
and they're upset about it. If it was actually a war on drugs, then pharmaceutical companies would be shutting down, and they are not. I mean, I just calling a spade a spade. I worked in pharmaceuticals, and several of the accounts that I worked on are currently in litigation Mm -mm, for mm -mm. their overuse of opioids. So it's like you you're jailing people for something that just makes you really hungry. Yeah, makes music sound good. Makes you feel horny, maybe. Yeah, maybe a mi- I was gonna say a mild horniness. You know. Yeah. You're you're now you have a restful time, and yet people who are selling Sleepy. opioids that are causing people to like, you know, not bite, off while they're driving, bite faces off and, and shit the, like, like that. Feel feel numb while <sighs> they're in a tub. I just. I hope that this is, even though this was a campaign promise, so kudos to you, where are my student, the rest of my student loans? That was going to be my thing. Can I go into that real quick? Like, don't get me wrong. Decriminalizing uh, uh, weed is important, but I feel like all of this is a fucking distraction. Focus on the student loans. Like, I'm not, like, my student loans are going to be up in, uh, Fucking January. I think January. That's when they want to start paying. Yeah, that's when they want. And I'm like, I'm not trying to pay that shit. I'm not paying it. They, I think I just saw an email where they just gave it, uh, I guess, instructions for, like, some sort of relief. Because that's the, now it's October that the student relief applications and everything have opened. Yeah, and I'm like, motherfucker, I want relief, all right? I want, um, I want, I want my financial relief right now. Okay, stop blue balling me and give me some fucking forgiveness. That's too much money, and I the rent is too high in New York, and I can't afford to be paying rent and also my credit cards and also my rent. I can't do it. I have fresh direct. I can't do that. Okay, I'm not going to the store to get my meat. I have to get it for fresh direct. Okay, I'm not changing my lifestyle. And nor should you, because all these banks and other big businesses. I work too damn hard for that. I work too damn hard for that. As my hands. As a black and indigenous person, I don't believe I should have to pay anything to this country who has oppressed and murdered my ancestors for generations. That's big facts. So big facts. I just feel like that right there. I'm not paying. I don't care. It's up to you, uh, Robin. Fix it. Yes. Okay, so I think we can do this last one. All right, yeah, let's, uh, let's do oh, what we can. Let's do what we shenanigans, can. Shenanigans, shenanigans, shenanigans. Now, yeah. it's, been, it's been fashion week around the world. Yeah, it's been. Damn it, I wish. <laughs> I wish I had get the, the drop. No, I have the drop. I just didn't. It's not set up. So. It's fine. Um, it's fashion week. All over. Um, and your um, favorite rapper slash designer, Kanye please, West. Please don't put that on me. Well, not yours. I'm sorry. The collective. The collective. Like, it's like, your. It's like your, but not really. It's like the royal you know. we. It's yes, like the royal yes. we. Yes. So he was at a show and decided to walk around with a White Lives Matter shirt on. Alongside Candace Owens, mm. uh, he also uh, had you think they, they, they probably they probably are they probably got her some brother money. her husband has sex with his brother so I'm sure that 
she's doing. Her husband had sex she, with his so, brother. So, okay, I'm, I'm being facetious, I think, but she had tweeted back out a while back mm-hmm. about something about her brother and his brother having some sort of, like, sexual thing. And I don't know if it, like, it, she said it, like, as a joke, but I don't believe it was a joke. I think that there Is might be some. Is it fucked up if I think that she perms her hairs? She probably does. No, she probably waxes. So she, so you can't see it. She probably anywhere that you could assume she would have kinky hair, mm-hmm. it's waxed. No, all the kinky hair is every like bit straight. of kinky hair is waxed. Yeah. No, it's waxed. Oh, it's waxed. Off. I think she just it's has. Obliterated. She doesn't have any underarm hair. No, no pussy hair. Yeah, she just said anywhere that it's kinked, it's that. That's it. It's done. Kink. It's over. It's out of here. If it's kinked, then it's then throw it in the sink. I don't know. I couldn't. <laughs> If it's kicked, then throw it in the sink. There we go. Thank I mean, you for works. thank you. I think um, works, so. Candace Owens and surprisingly, Sayla Mar- Marley, who's Ooh. Lauren Hill's daughter. Oh, that's not surprising. And, but the thing about it is, and like Sayla, she got backlash about it, and she's like, "You guys, you know, you just are all sheep." And I'm just like, "Sweetie, baby girl, oh, your you lost the argument already when you start calling people sheep. Your grandfather Sorry, is Bob buddy. Marley. Sorry, buddy. Like when you start calling." Calling people sheep and sheeple and stuff like. And people, you know, you just want to judge people off of things. And I said, no, mama. That's not it. No, little girl. That's not it. You're a pawn in a larger scheme. And And Kanye's just using you. Yeah, Kanye's. To what end? Because Lord knows I'm not listening to any more of his. Well, first off, I didn't get the stem player. So I never listened to Donda 2, that bullshit that never came out on any uh, other platform, nor would I, nor will I, and nor would I, because apparently that bullshit, uh, okay, that's, sorry, that's neither here nor there. (laughs) I'm not listening to any new Kanye, okay? And I don't, and quite frankly, I'm going to say this on here, I don't even miss the old Kanye. Really? Yeah, I, I think I'm, I think I am at a point. Where if I do not hear another Kanye song, I think I'll be okay. I'm honestly, and that makes me sad because I was so like here for him. You know, like I loved College Dropout, of course. Yes. And it was just like nice to have a rapper who was making music that wasn't just a stereotypical hip-hop. Slapping bitches in the booty. (laughs) Like, it wasn't that. It it was like, he wasn't common. Yes. And he wasn't, like, boosie. (laughs) Yes. He was right in the middle. He was right in the middle. He was backpack And it was like, it reminded me And he introduced us to, like, Lupe Fiasco and... Like, a black person that that I definitely identified with Mm -hmm. as being, like... Your mom's like a teacher. You both love, you love different genres of music. You are here for like black empowerment and you're super into black people. And it's like, you could be both fun and ratchet at the same time, but also giving people things to think about. It was something that like at that time I could say, yeah, he was a genius, but he's now just a buffoon. Yeah, he's a troll. He's like, and and it's trolling for what? At least before, at least, this is not me defending Kanye West, but I would say that like before it was like, oh, this is his rollout for new music. This is, this is, it's, it's more and more outlandish, outrageous bullshit in order to drive hype towards new music. Sir, you are 
possibly. I don't know if he still is a billionaire. Like, go somewhere and sit your fucking ass down. Like, mm-hmm. that, all you just roll around in some money. Oh my god! Do you think I would be working if I had a billion dollars? No. no. Oh my god! I would just be look. I would get a. I would get one house, right? Uh huh. I would get a house, and there would be two rooms mm-hmm. right it would be a big house but only two actual rooms uh-huh. one is a uh master and, and sorry it's gonna be the ultimate bedroom because uh-huh. as soon as you open the door it is just wall-to-wall california king So as soon as you open the door, you just fall into it, and then you can roll around. You could sleep however you want. There's many people who could come in and and sleep in that bed if you Uh want. And uh, yeah, if if you want, you can you can make it a a a fuck thing. Yeah, you want, but that's (laughs) not that's not where I was going with it. I just want to sleep. I just want to roll around in it because I used to sleep in a California key. Exactly, exactly. You could if you wanted to. And then the other room is just. Piles and piles and piles of dollar bills, not coins, because as we know, the physics of Donald du- uh, of uh, Scrooge McDuck fall uh, swimming into a pool of coins would be hard. <laughs> He'd break his fucking neck. But if you do that with dollar bills, the worst you get is a bunch of paper cuts. That's it. That's true. I'd roll around. I would roll around in my billions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Same. We we might be a little bit on oh. time. Okay. Yeah. Well, just. So just a, just a couple, out. a couple more um, outlandish things that Kanye West did. But in general, Kanye behavior, as much as he loves to espouse how much he's for black people and he loves black people, he never stops at his chance to degrade and bully black women. Mm-hmm. Um, so he attacked Gabriella Karifa Johnson, mm-hmm. who, who is an editor. She's a fashion editor at Vogue. Um, and when she saw it, she was there at Paris Fashion Week, posted it and was like, basically, she's like, I'm disgusted. I, I'm trying to get my thoughts around it, blah, 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 blah. He goes up on Instagram, re- screenshotting her page and like saying all these nasty things about her. Um, then he was doing this week a interview with, I think, Tucker Carlson, I believe it was. Yes, it was Tucker. And he's on that interview. Talking about how like people are are trying to make him go crazy because he's a Trump supporter, but then he's coming out and calling out Lizzo for for her weight, and it's like, why? First of all, Kanye, have you looked at yourself? You have definitely gained weight yeah. over the past three four years. There's nothing wrong with that, but you don't look the same Kanye as you did in college dropout. You've definitely gained probably 50, 60 pounds. That's okay. This is your body, but I could tell you. If if they told if the Library of Congress asked him to to play James Madison's flute, he would be out of breath at the two pumps. He yeah. couldn't even do a little He's without the, breathing heavy. He's too busy on uh, White America's flute to <laughs> have enough. And boy, oh boy, he does not have. He, it, him doing all of this is making me gag. Quite frankly, <laughs> quite frankly. Well, um, people have been calling him out. Bella Hadid, Gigi Hadid have been calling him out about his um, response to her. Jaden Smith walked out of the show apparently and was like, if I don't feel something's good, I'm going I'm to get out. So I just don't I, – I want to not ever talk to about him again. Yeah, same here. We, let's, put a, let's put an embargo on Kanye an West. An embargo on Kanye West. We're putting him – 
in the little tiny timeout corner. Yeah, he's he's on t- he's on permanent timeout. I mean, and he just makes Gemini's look so bad. Oh yeah, that's right. He makes us look him and him and forty five make us look so bad. He's that is not Gemini. how we are. He like I don't know what it is about Gemini men who literally are like. <laughs> We don't have time for this. <laughs> you do these things and we don't have time. Yeah. You do it on purpose because you know I cannot do anything about it. It's fine. Right now. It's fine. Yeah. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. um, friends, we have a lot more to talk to you about. Yes. We will be back we'll with be more right back. of the Black and Snurdy podcast. Yes. You're listening to the Black and Snurdy podcast. We now return to the Black and Snurdy podcast. Uh, <clears throat> from the moment I saw you, I went out of my mind. Thought I'd never believe in love at first sight. But you got the magic part that I just can't explain. Well, you gotta, you gotta win. You're gonna do, do, do anything for me, baby. I'll be down for you, baby. Lay all your cards on the line. Just call on me, baby. I'll be there in a hurry. It's your move, so baby, baby, decide whatever you want from me. I'm giving you everything. I'm your baby tonight. Ecstasy, to see. I'm your baby tonight. From the second you touched me, I was ready to die. I've never been fatal. You're my first time. I feel like an angel. Oh, he's just starting to fly. Well, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got a way of making me feel. Okay, I can't, I can't keep singing this. It's okay, it's okay. Oh no, did the bottle break? Yeah, it broke. Guys, this is this is what happens when you have a live show. Yeah. You know, shit happens. You gotta improvise, but it's okay. Um, so uh, we are going to jump. What button do I press? Uh, just play around. Okay, okay. Let's see. Let's. You know what? As we wait, let's pick out a. I'm gonna press it. I'm gonna tell you what the drop is. Red. We now return to we the Black and Snowy podcast. The Black and Snowy podcast. Go yellow. I want the pursuit of happiness. Okay. We like to check in with each other because we are mental health advocates, not experts, and we love to figure out like how we're doing, how things are going, because it's very important for us to check in on each other, you know, especially now, because the world is trash. You're on a trash bag, on fire, inflamed, so you just have to, you know, check in on your people, you know? Um... I personally have um, been trying to check in with the folks around me more because I feel like sometimes I get a little uh, distracted with my own life. I can't always come and be like, what's going on? Or I be like, oh, I just talked to them like a week ago, but in reality it was like three months ago. And when you have people in your life, you want to be... um, mindful of the everything that they're going through uh because whatever they're going through is still makes a, a big difference in their life and um we're all dealing with a variety of things every day like you never know 
what someone's going through, what they've gone through in the past. So you could never say whether or not your um, that person's outside is matching their inside, yeah. which I feel like is a very, very important lesson. Yes. No matter how happy someone looks, how sad they look, how possibly frustrating and annoying they are. Okay. You have to you have to sometimes remember we are all we are all learning how to be with one another. And I think that learning keeping that in mind will hopefully keep people from having grudges or being petty towards each other because you might think that someone's doing something to you because they're actually like they're being hateful or malicious or they're just trying to use you or whatever the case may be. And it could really just be they don't know. They have never under they have never been in this moment in life with you before. And without having had that, how are they gonna know how to act? They won't. They're just gonna be like, hey, here I am doing my own thing, being my own person who I've been for X amount of years, and then they're going to have to acknowledge and change the fact that they are possibly harming or annoying or whatever the case may be. So I think we all have to just give each other grace and love and check in because we all wish that people would give us the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes. Y'all don't think you do, but you do. Because there are plenty of times... You could be in the grocery store, someone bumps you with their car, and you're like, that bitch. But in reality, maybe they just didn't see you, didn't hear you. You're in the club, someone steps on your new Air Forces. You don't need to get into a fight. All you gotta do is be like, hey, maybe they didn't see me, you know, benefit of the doubt. And I feel like we need to have more of that. We need more, um, we need more understanding of everyone's differences. We need more love. And we need more care for one another. Yes, I I agree with everything that you said. Ooh. So with that being said, how has your week been? How how has your has your uh, mental health been? Cavalcade been my cavalcade. Um, I will say it's been up and down. Some things have been really great. Some things not so much. Mm. Um. I think that it's been, yeah, it's just been a mixed bag this week. I'm really grateful for therapy um, because that has been really helpful. Um, I'm really grateful for good people around me who help me through moments of um, deep strife or sadness or fear or whatever the case may be. Sometimes the same person is causing it. That's true. Through annoyance. <laughs> I can be annoying. That's that's <laughs> basically what I'm saying. Oh, well, why is that an awe? Because I, you took it. I mean, I wasn't pointing that at you, but you were recognizing something, and I yes, I was recognizing. I was recognizing my behavior. Now, will I do anything about it? Stay tuned next time to find out. Um, that the answer is no. <laughs> I think that um, for the most part, this has been a pretty good week. I've been really tired because I was on my business trip last week, so it was like I'm I'm still getting over the jet lag and the just exhaustion from being around people. Mm-hmm. Um, people, people, yeah. And I, it's like okay, oh, oh, then Bagora. <laughs> I will say, this is my damn it. I don't have the drop. If you know, you know, drop. <laughs> I um, 
So I just started a new job a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, it's really, you know, it's remote, so I don't have to see anybody. But I did end up going on a work trip. We were all meeting together for uh, work. And it was really great. But I will say that my mental health during the week was kind of strained. Because outside of my new work bestie, who's a fellow black woman, love her, um, I feel like being in corporate America is very, very stressful. Yes. For me. It reminds me of being back in um, middle, like, you know, just being back in school Mm -hmm. um, because of the overwhelming whiteness and the overwhelming, like, judgment that you receive yes um for for seemingly anything and everything and not really knowing when or how that judgment's going to come up like what thing am i going to say is going to cause like this issue etc so i feel like being with a group of new work co new co-workers it was very much having to not not shrink myself but I definitely wasn't being... You code-switched. Kind of. Yeah, kinda I mean... Kind of code-switching, you... kind of just not being full Odie all the time. Yeah, no, you were Odie in your appearance. I'm pretty yes. sure you wore some form of Nigerian garb. I... Uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, whether it be... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whether, whether it be the earrings or a dress that, you know... Either way, I'm sure you did that in your most comfortable, but as far as like interpersonal relationships and as far as being surrounded by, you know, uh, white corporate America, I'm sure there was some, some code switching. Yeah, no, there was, it was, it was like trying to, even if you didn't make your voice a certain way, you did like make your, make your, uh, um, not appearance, uh, your demeanor. You changed your demeanor. Yes. I think my disposition was definitely different. Your disposition. That's a good one. I would say I read a few months ago about like, right. It was more than a few months ago. It was right around the time when they were making the decision for some companies were decided whether they want to go back in person or not. And they had done a study about, um, who wants to be working from home Mm -hmm. and overwhelmingly, Black people, especially black women and people with disabilities, both invisible disabilities and physical disabilities. Yes. Were saying that they preferred working from home. Yes. Because of the fact that you no longer have to be at work worried about what's going to happen with your coworkers. Yeah. Like being uh, uh Submerging yourself into a culture where microaggressions exist. I was actually thinking more so of just like that work mentality that works you to the to the bone, works you to death to the point where you're coming in sick and and spreading. Oh my god, that was the worst part. Like people feeling like they couldn't work Mm -hmm, from home, mm -hmm. so or or take a day off. Yeah, so coming in sick, they came. Yeah, getting everybody fucking sick. Getting all the subway sick, like just disgusting. And it's just kind of like, you know, we, as much as people say they want to bring their full selves to work, which is true, we should. Yes. There's still a very corporate America, in my opinion. It's insidious. Is built on white supremacist 
beliefs yes. of how people should work, how they should behave, work themselves how they to should death. interact with yeah. each other. And it's very passive aggressive. Like if someone does something or says something you don't like, instead of that person being direct, then all of a sudden it's like shady comments or you hear. It's like to me what happens is I'll be in an office. Nobody could have ever said or did anything to me. Yeah. But when I am in the office, I can hear I overhear conversations inadvertently. I don't want to, but I hear them. And then I see how these conversations are playing out, how people are talking about different people, et cetera, et cetera. That is what gives me the anxiety, knowing that, like, there are people who will smile in people's face, and then you hear, and then you see afterwards, they're having these shady, weird comments. And I don't know if that is my neurodivergence that it gets me so stressed out because I'm like, why are these people not just being like honest? And that's that to me is very confusing because I know like I it's not to say that I've never lied or I may never out of like fear tell someone something different that happens. But to have people who pretend to like people in their face, pretend to feel okay with them, and then you see them leave, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I hate that bitch. And it's like, how, why are we doing this? And it's regardless of their ethnicity, their background, any of those things. It is just the the way that corporate America works. It can sometimes be insidious and toxic. And I think that recognizing how that has been in the core over the course of my life, going into new a new job and meeting all the people for the first time, even though we've been spending time on slacks, etc. It's like I feel like I had to like guard my loins of like and protect myself. Like I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't wanna say something that I'm gonna be thinking about at night, like adding to the list of stuff that gives me nighttime anxiety because I don't know if I said something wrong or whatever. So I just I think that part was exhausting, and I will say that I'm all the people on my team. I enjoyed meeting them. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. Everybody was very welcoming and open, etc. Um, I look forward to meeting them again soon. I, I didn't have any issues um, or anything like that. It's just the like when you're at work, it can be nerve wracking. You it is more nerve wracking. So I definitely understand why black people and people with disabilities like having ADHD and being at work is constantly me like when I'm at work on Slack I don't have to worry about accidentally blurting something out yes I don't have to worry about being in a meeting and being too excited about what we're talking about and like interrupting somebody on accident or any of the things that could be seen as weird or socially awkward or et cetera et cetera et cetera yes um so I I will say like I had fun but also that stressed me out but um, I feel like I try to use my therapy skills to like work through the motions and yes. work through what I was feeling, talking to you and being like, this is what's going on. I'm feeling frazzled, whatever. I have a support helps. system. Um, so, yeah. Okay. That was mine. How about you? How are you doing? Pretty good. I had my last therapy session during this time period. Oh, well. <laughs> You know, we said our. I could, I could probably underplay. Uh, it's so hard to say goodbye because we said our our goodbyes. Like she left the shout out to uh, my therapist. She left the door open. Obviously, anytime I need her uh, or anytime I want to talk, like I can schedule with her. I have her phone number. I have 
I can text her and everything like that. Uh, she supposedly listens to this podcast. Oh, shout out to you. Uh, but your friends. Yay. So, uh, but it was, it was kind of sad in a way because like now I'm recognizing that I'm in a new territory of life. Yeah. Uh, that territory being that right now I am recognizing that I don't, need to be speaking to a therapist on either a weekly or a monthly, bi-weekly, what have you, any of those basis, because I have have the tools necessary to communicate, mm-hmm. to express myself. Mm-hmm. My emotional intelligence is pretty high, and I can move through the world without the need of having another third party. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with having any of those things. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, or needing a therapist. It's just that I am now in a, in a mode of my life where I can move through the world using the tools that I've been given to apply them. Yeah. To everyday life and stressors. Yeah. And I mean And just... it's and and so far it's been pretty good. Good. I've had some stuff come up relatively recently that I was unsure of, but I used those tools to process how I was feeling, process what was going on, and I've moved forward, made my choices and I feel better about them. I don't feel anxious or unsure. Mm-hmm. Like I just I feel good. I feel like I'm in a healthy spot. I'm in a good place. That's good. I love that. Well, thank you. I I greatly appreciate that. Um So are you ready to go to our well, I won't say it's our least favorite time. This is just the time where we get to talk about the things that have been getting us over annoyed and grinding our gears and I'm ready if you're ready. I'm ready. Uh 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 bring it what we gripe here we're not griping anywhere else we gripe here this is great for us to share we gripe here we ain't griping anywhere else we gripe here I don't know if we could say we're not griping anywhere else because we're definitely griping. Yeah, we're we're complaining (laughs) at parties, (laughs) at bar mitzvahs, at quinceañeras. What did what did that make you? you, No, I uh, forgot something. Somebody, I forgot something I wanted to say for them. Oh yeah, no, I'm looking at it too. Oh well, we've already moved on. on. Yeah, we moved on. It's fine. It's okay. It is. No, it's fine. If you um, want, you can make it, make it a thing I'll that you're an, uh, upset about. Uh, well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, what are you upset about this week? Everybody who's listening, everyone who's paying attention to this right here. Keep. If there's something wrong in your apartment. <laughs> 
contact your landlord. Keep records of you contacting your landlord. Leave the messages. Mark in your data book that you have contacted your landlords because I finally, after months, have gotten in contact with my landlord. My landlord reached out to me, said that something was going to get done about a leaky thing in my room. My room is leaking. (laughs) Every day, I had to buy a wet vac because every day, two times a day, multiple times a day, there's just water on the floor. Just pipe water. Wall water. Yeah. I watch it come out of my fucking wall. Sometimes I wake up and there's just like a puddle there. It's the reason why I don't use my exercise bike. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Because it's right there. Like, Um, that's supposed to be my exercise area in my bedroom where I can lay out the yoga mat Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's... It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's literally making me fat than I uh, currently am uh, right now. You're ridiculous. And it's upsetting. So my gripe right now is the fact that nothing is getting done when it comes to fixing this leak, this bullshit that's happening in my bedroom. It's not the main reason why I don't sleep in there, but it is kind of a reason. There's mold issues that I'm scared of, but (laughs) I mean, it is here and there. And it's there! It's everywhere. It's upsetting. Everywhere. So, landlord, I'm not going to say your name, but we know what you look like. I actually don't. I saw him the other day. Well, no, that's not my landlord. That's my super. Oh. And boy, oh boy. I... <sighs> <laughs> I'm going to say this next part. I don't want to come off racist. Oh, God. What are you going to say? I think that as a super, there should be a better comprehension of communication, I should be able to talk to you about the issue. Mm-hmm. And, and them understanding. And you understanding what's going on. You know what? At least I feel like it makes sense that he doesn't that he speaks the language that the majority of the people in this building, building do. Speak. I understand that. However, I understand. I do think he needs like an assistant or something. There should be so some that if you sort call of or something. Just like an assistant to be like, hey, I can't. I I'm not great with because the there's nuance going on. Like I can't just say like, oh, puddle water room. I have to say like, <laughs> hey. The pipe, there's a pipe in my wall that is leaking into my bedroom. I bet you there's another fucking puddle right there once we get off of this fucking <laughs> podcast. I, how much you want to bet that there's there? I'm not betting with you legitimately. I know, I know. But I, I, I just have a, okay. 
You, everybody has their thing. Your thing is winning bets. My thing is winning at rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Well, you cheat. I don't. There's no such thing as cheating. <laughs> winning is not cheating. Winning is winning. Yeah, I think you're cheating. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Okay. <laughs> my money on my mind, I can never give it up. All I do is win, win, win. Rock, paper, rock, paper, rock, scissors. Scissors go up. Oh, God. And then rock down. Then they rock down. And then they rock down. Up, down, up, down. Rock, paper. Are you finished? Scissor me. Daddy ass. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, that's everything that made that's me mad. You mad. Yeah. Oh, also, just... I'm I'm gonna have to figure this out. If you pay money to have an experience, sometimes recognize that it's a bit of a crapshoot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes you're not gonna get your money's worth, but if you sometimes if you stick with it and you hold out, you might find that it was worth it. It's ambiguous, but. I'll ask you afterwards. Yeah, I bet you will. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's everything for me. How about how about you? What's going on with you? Uh, well, there's been some trash things. Do you want to talk about a celebrity who's being trash or a football team being trash? <laughs> Let's do the football team first. Okay. So Because the the celebrity is a um yeah. a North Carolina or uh, sorry uh, not Carolina you would think this was in North Carolina but Are a North not- a Northern California high school oh it's in California yeah I thought I, yeah right River Valley High School um has had their varsity football team suspended I think for the season because of a um a slave auction that they put on according. To the Los Angeles Times, the Yuba City Unified School District Superintendent said the participating, participating students violated the school's code of conduct and will not play for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, when you watch the video, these black boys, it's a bunch of white football players, and they are opening, they open this door, and they come in, like, the camera's coming in, you're like, what are we about to see? And these three black boys, who I want to say were maybe like, in just their shorts or something like that, were participating in this slave auction. Now, um, this is what happens when you have a predominantly white school with like, no actual real critical race theory. Yeah, that with would no be critical race theory. With not enough, I I guarantee you, there were not enough black women there to tell these black boys. This is some stupid shit that you're doing, and you shouldn't be because doing I it. Honestly, and I know I'm not. I'm not saying that it should. It should always fall on the black women, but I guarantee well, we you, the these were probably ones. members of the football team, which means that they were probably fucking white women, and they were probably like, "Hey, what if I did this?" And uh, they're like, "Oh my god, that's so funny!" I think that unfortunately, yes. when you're a teenager is who is growing up. In a neighborhood that is predominantly white. Yes. 
or just non-black and you are in a school who's also that's also predominantly white mm-hmm. and it's not and that does not also take every advantage to like um push real racial history across the across lines and talking about all the good bad and the ugly from every different culture you get this type of thing happening because they probably are not, they're not looking at it as, Oh, this is something that's going to be shaming my ancestors. Some of them might even thought it was funny. Who knows what were the, are those kids little KKK members? We can't tell, but like as much as kids like to be stupid and make skits and I can understand how kids could be like, we're just going to, Make jokes about anything and everything because, like, look at Black Twitter. Black Twitter doesn't take anything seriously. Yeah, you know? Black Twitter has no chill, but, but there's a difference. It's a nuance, and Black Twitter say, ain't coming up and making. I mean, there there are there are slave and ancestor jokes, are. but there's. But it's a, it's a it's a there's a there is still a. It's reverence. not about slavery. I think that unfortunately. You can't, the way that I could make a joke, you and I could make a joke or a skit yes. about slavery, yes. but we're not inviting Sam to come play with us. No, we are not. Skit. Oh, dear God, no. We would never be like, come on, Sam, we want you to be the fucking overseer. Like, we would never do that. If, if And and on, the only time we would do that is to set up a trap for Sam. And if he, <laughs> I get him in if trouble. He, yes, exactly. If he says, okay, then I <laughs> uh, know not to be his friend. I just feel like those things, we need more black parents or white parents who are raising black children to be instilling within them the racial pride and love and joy and just mindfulness of what is slavery, what, why it was so bad, what was so wrong, why these jokes can why you can't just be making these jokes really nilly? It's different to make jokes in house. I bet you they were fucking making jokes about each other in during slavery. Yeah, Jim Crow. People make people. Black people have Look, always black people find each other. Black people find a way to find humor in, in all situations if and stuff like that. They're like, Twitter, damn, look at those ankles. Like, if we had black people on Twitter during um, slavery, like I bet you those jokes would have fucking crushed it. Sorry, I just thought about the Boondocks episode where they're talking about uh uh Lando Freeman or something like that, whatever <laughs> his name is, the the the, the slave uh, who you know rose up and everything like that. And I was thinking about the <laughs> don't trust them white crackers over there. <laughs> but I think that it's like these kids now, California. <laughs> As much as we like to think it's just a blue state, yeah. California, no, is blue California the way that has New York some, is blue. Yeah, California York, has some uh, red, red. Not parts so, to like it. a lot of it. Like the only reason New York is blue is because of New York City. But when you go around, that is all red. The only reason that California is blue is because of the Bay Area, like those main big areas. Once you get out of those, when I be, I was when I was in California, I was seeing Trump flags. I was seeing different, like very conservative views so it's not people think that over there is just some like hippie paradise but that's really not the majority of it um so these this school district needs to do better and actually have real teaching about real topics that means you need to be teaching real shit about the slavery pre-colonization colonized africa post-colonized africa the america's 
pre and post the infiltration of the colonizers and what all the different demographics were doing before and after because we we were not just slaves coming from like huts doing nothing coming over here they didn't land here to have people who were just like looking at the ground and like eating corn and that was it like people were having full on civilizations and lives both before during and after colonizers decided they wanted to fuck the world up. Yes. And we still have lots of amazing things that we're doing in our culture and our history. And those things need to be talked about with uh, reverence, the same reverence people want us to give to queens who pass at 96, even though their whole lives were spent basically reaping the benefits off of the uh, hard labor of black and brown folks around the world, you need to have reverence for everybody else's culture. Yes, agreed. Um, and, um, yeah, that's my first one. Oh, my second one. Joe Budden. Here we go again. Every time something is, if I, every time I hear something about him, I just feel like it's generally bad. Um, he was on his podcast Mm -hmm. and he said that he had faked like I was putting a condom on before. He said, even I done walked in the corner and faked like I was putting a condom on before I 1000% did that. Um, now if y'all didn't know. That is actually sexual assault. That is called stealthing. Called stealthing. It is, I, I don't want to say that it is across the country where you can get charged for that, but I believe California and maybe New York um, have done that because stealthing is you are taking away somebody's consent. Yes. Unless somebody has consented to have non uh, unprotected sex with you, you cannot choose before during that you want to change up the situation. Cause if that person gets pregnant, if they have any, some sort of disease, hell, maybe they're fucking allergic to your sperm. Yeah. That you are putting their health at risk and you are not giving them the choice to say yes or no. And that is the bare minimum. If you don't have a condom and you, or you don't like condoms, Go find someone you can have sex with without a condom. I'm sure that people will, there will be people who there for you, but don't lie and create uh, these sort of traumatic situations, honestly, for people. Because if you're fucking someone and you're all into it, it's a great time, boom, boom, bam, and you get done and you see that person didn't have a condom on, that is stressful as fuck. Yes, it is. That is a stressful situation that I don't think any person, man or woman or them, wants to be a part of. And it really deteriorates the trust that you have, not just for that person, but for other people you have sex with. That's the, that's the now a fear that this is going to happen. And whether or not the person knows that it, like I could say there are probably, I'm sure, a lot of uh, young people who have just, we, because we do not have comprehensive sex health here, where, where people can openly ask questions and answer questions where they not, may not realize that that is something that you shouldn't do. Yeah, I, I okay. This is my take on this. Mm-hmm. 
I have a point. Okay. I, for one, am glad that he admitted that he did this. Okay. I think there is a pot pocket. I think there is a... There are a lot of men out there who think that this kind of behavior is okay. Yes. I think he is one of those men who think that this kind of thing is Clearly. okay and to make jokes about it yeah. and, and just be like, oh, you know, I, I took my condom off. I, I just pretended like, you know, drunk pussy don't know difference or whatever whatever the, the thinking is, right? Oh, it's dark out or there's no light. Whatever the thinking is, right? I think the backlash from this hopefully will open men's eyes to the realization that this behavior, no matter how common it is, is wrong. Yeah. It's bad behavior. It's bad faith. Yeah. It is assault. It is taking away the consent from consensual sex. And it is putting yourself and your partner in a precarious position where anything can happen. Not yeah. just pregnancy, but STDs. Any, yeah. Like anything. It, if your partner might have an STD or you might have one that you're not aware of, like I I would like to think that this I'm I'm not saying he did this no. so that it could be a learning experience. No, no he definitely did. No, I'm saying He's that there is something to be learned, there is something to be gained from this. Yeah. That is the only positive that I see out of all of this. I feel bad for the people that he did this shit to. Yeah. Like, I feel bad, and I feel bad for his dumb ass. But I also think that we could use this as a teachable moment. Well, he hasn't been taught anything because he's still like, whatever, y'all are dumb. Mm -hmm. Like, and many other men are in another pick me women on social media are like, whatever, no big deal. And it's just like, I really hate that we. these are the people that we have to live in the society with. Yeah. Honestly. Same here. And truly. Um, okay, those were my two grindings. That's it. All right. And that's everything uh, as far as our grindings are concerned. Now is the time of the podcast that we love to have, which is time for the things that made us happy. Anger. Baby merchant, cats are us. I give you all our service and no damn fuss. Give a baby merchant just a week or two. I have a baby for you. Yes. Uh, I love this song. I missed it. I missed it. I love it. Yes. There's no reason to like it so much, but I would listen to this song every day. And by the way, fellas, she'll like it too. (laughs) (laughs) if you know you know it's been yep damn it yep (laughs) god damn it i'm too late with the drops (laughs) um okay you go first what's making you happy i went first last time you went you did yeah i did oh okay um what's making me happy this week well I'm going to mix it up between mm. this and I'm, I'm mashing this week and next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week. Yeah. Um, I went on a, a trip to Seattle. That was really fun. 
I got to go to the Space Needle, the Pop Culture Museum. Please go to that because Ruthie Carter has a beautiful exhibit. Mm-hmm. That was really dope. And also, I I saw some Howard folk out in Seattle. Nice. Um, they own this restaurant called Communion, black owned. Beautiful, delicious food. The best food that I had in Seattle outside of my short rib pho from Pho Bok Sup Shop. Um, Am I saying it correctly? No. Fa bok sub shop. Fa bok sub shop. Fa bok sub shop. Okay. So <laughs> that was great. Um, this week, what's making me happy is that. Um, Someone in my family had a health scare mm. literally the day I was leaving um, my trip, and I was just over the moon, stressed out. I don't know if it's, I was under the yeah, moon. Yeah, no, over the moon is a good thing. Yeah, I was you under the moon. Not, you were not um, that at all. Because I was stressed out, um, because I, you know, obviously someone's sick, you can't get to them right away, and just, um, Feeling just very overwhelmed. Um, but I am happy to say that they are doing much better. They're recovering. Um, and, you know, more. everyone's sending more prayers and love that they will make a, a as speedy full recovery um, because they are loved, they are cherished, and... Um, I want them to be around, you know, as long as possible. So, yes, um, that's absolutely that's definitely I feel like what made me happy this week. And my number one thing that made me happy. Well, besides my family being better is spending time with you. Okay. (laughs) Doing this podcast was the worst high five. Okay, let's do it again. Look at look at my elbow. Look at my elbow. There we go. Yeah, that's the trick to a high five. You got to look at the person's <laughs> elbow. Because if you look at their hand, you might miss. Well, um, yeah. Doing this, spending time with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing this with you because it is legitimately one of my favorite times of the week. Yes. Uh, as always, doing this podcast with you. Uh, finally doing the podcast with you. We've had some time where we haven't been able to do the podcast. You've been out of town and... I think just my general malaise, but that is, you know, over. Moving forward, more consistency is going to happen. Uh, I'm going to be very coy with this, but I broke a personal record. And now that's done. So that's over with. <laughs> Now, the third thing is that a friend of mine reached out to me and said that they are going, after saying that they weren't going to go, they decided that they're going to go to Howard Homecoming. So I cannot wait to see them. This Howard Homecoming is going to be lit as shit. Yeah. It's going to be be so fucking dope. Yeah. We're going to have so much fun. So excited. There's going to be so many people. We're going to be staying with a few people who are dope as fuck. 
We're going to potentially have a kickback. I'll bring my my little speaker. Uh, speaker. Yeah. So it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It'll be great. All right. So. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, that's everything that's uh, making me happy. So with that in mind, as always, we close this out with thanking everybody for watching. Shout out to you, Rashad. Uh, and, um, you know, tune in next time. We will have more fun, more mirth, more merriment, and it'll be fantastic. Yay. All right. Well, see you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to contact the podcast, you can reach us via email at blackandsnerdypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black and Snurdy Podcast, as well as on Twitter at Black and Snurdy. You can find me, Maurice, on all social media under the handle Licorice is Legit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is Legit. And you can find me on Instagram. It's that's O-D-T-H-A-T-S-O-D dot E. And on Twitter, T-H-A-T-S-O-D underscore E. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us. Tune in next time to the Black and Snurdy Podcast, where snurds of a feather rock together. Remember? Bye-bye. <laughs> no, this is keeping it. We're keeping this in. Don't forget to take your meds and your subs and drink water. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I actually want to keep that. <laughs>